today we're going to be talking to you guys about DACA. And here to talk to us a little bit about what DACA is, we have Mr. Lavoni. Hello, Mr. Lavoni. Hi, Jake. Could you tell us a little bit about what DACA is? Okay, first, DACA refers to the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Um, it's an executive action that was taken by uh, the, the Obama administration in response to um, a, the fact that the DREAM Act was not passed through Congress. Um, so what the DREAM Act was, was it, um, it designated a group of individuals who we, we talk about as dreamers now. And they're, they're children um, who were brought to the United States uh, between the ages of zero and 16. Um, and they were brought here and they are now currently undocumented immigrants. And so they've basically lived their lives in the United States. Um, and they have grown up and they've gotten a high school diploma or a GED and they work here, go to college here or in the military, the U.S. military. Um, and basically they're premier U.S. citizens in that they, 100% of these dreamers uh, as part of the program uh, have, have not committed a crime. And so what the DREAM Act would have done was uh, given a pathway to citizenship to these people. Um, uh, but that wasn't um, approved in 2012, and so the Obama administration took it upon themselves to uh, protect these people through the program uh, we now call DACA, uh, through an executive action. Could you tell us a little bit about what an executive action or order is? Yeah, so that's really important and good question because we need to know that uh, unlike a, a law, an executive order, an executive action um, is made by the president and it basically tells uh, the executive branch how to um, enforce laws. It's not the same as a law. It doesn't have the force of law. And what's important to note is that when a new president comes into office, an executive order can just be changed or taken away. And so that's uh, what was recently done uh, by the Trump administration. So we know that the program was recently ended by um, our president, Mr. Donald Trump, and he left it up to Congress to decide what to do with it. So what does this mean for the program being ended and what are the future steps? Uh, great question. Um, just a, a little bit of a difference. He didn't outright end it. Uh, he did say that there was gonna be six months uh, a six-month time period before it was fully ended and so DACA recipients um, who can uh, will be able to reapply for um, uh, for the DACA program for another two years uh, over these next six months but but essentially you're correct that he did say that he was going to end the program uh, because he felt as though it was a unconstitutional um, expansion of executive authority and so he wanted to leave it to Congress so basically what that means is we need to, um, uh, if we, we want to keep or if the, the dreamers are going to be um, in this country and, and protected, then there needs to be a law that is passed by Congress in the next six months. So what can we do as listeners of this podcast and as people in general to get out there and take some action um, and stand with the DACA recipients? Right. So if, if you so choose and, uh, and you feel that this is a particular issue of um, importance to you and you want to do something, then the best thing I think you can do is um, to be civically engaged is to write your senator, write your representatives. A lot of Arizona uh, representatives, both Republicans um, and Democrats, 
both uh, have, have talked about they want that they want to protect uh, DACA recipients, that they they believe in the Dream Act, and so um, community pressure and political pressure through uh, writing your congressperson uh, is the way to do that. So um, that would be the best way at this point um, to to help uh, the DACA recipients. And who are our representatives in our Congress? Well, it depends. Uh, ASA is such a, a wide, um, we, we draw from such a wide place that we have a <laughs> number of representatives. Uh, but our, our senators are Jeff Flake and uh, Senator McCain. And both have, have uh, expressed interest in supporting uh, a version of the DREAM Act, which would protect DACA recipients from being deported. So I think it would be, um, if that's something that you uh, are particularly passionate about, I think that you have a, a sympathetic ear in, in those two senators. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and taking the time to talk to us a little bit about DACA. Um, next, we are going to be talking to Marco, um, who's going to be talking to us a little bit. Next on 7th Hour Podcast, we are going to be talking to a 12th grade senior here at Arizona School for the Arts, Marco, who's going to tell us a little bit about his side and his perspective on the whole DACA program. So, welcome, Marco. Hey, Jake. How are you doing? <laughs> awesome. How are you? Good. Good. So, what is your perspective and what are your takes on the DACA program? So... I know uh, a few people who are DACA applicants, and I know this uh, executive order really um, affects them because, I mean, obviously DACA is their life. Uh, some of the benefits of DACA have been the fact that they're able to work, have a legal work permit, that they're able to you know, contribute in a, and apply to colleges and universities and have a, a chance to receive financial aid through FAFSA or other scholarships. How are the people you know um, in the DACA program taking this executive order um, and transferring to Congress? So they're, they're a bit afraid, especially the fact that DACA gave them so much security mentally. Uh, from the people I've talked to, they said that they used to be afraid of approaching a police officer because they would be afraid of being deported. Now, because they have DACA, they can uh, feel secure in their own neighborhoods and inside Phoenix. So. And should this program completely end, what would happen to the people you know? So if this program ended within the next six months and Congress uh, had not done anything to give these undocumented DACA applicants a path to residentship or citizenship, they would, you know, be lost because they really don't know where they come from. As children, they came to the United States, so if they're ever deported to wherever they came from, they would be homeless. Um, so they would try their best to keep under the radar within United, you know, the United States. Uh, one person that I've talked to said that he would have to continue working, but if he has to work under the table and receive $5 an hour instead of the legal minimum wage, he would just to support his family and stay in the United States. Do you have any last thoughts on the whole program itself and the people you know? Uh, I just uh, would like to say that 
DACA is a very important part of many people's lives that are undocumented, and these people are good people. They've tried their best to receive a quality education by graduating high school, and they're trying to, you know, make a future for themselves by going to college and, you know, being successful like any American would want to. This is the American dream. So if, if you have any, like, opinions against DACA, I hope that my uh, explanation sort of, you know, changes that opinion. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Marco. I know it's a super important topic for us all to be knowledgeable about and um, know more about. And that's going to wrap it up today for a 7th Hour Podcast. Hope to see you guys next week.